What's up, guys? Welcome back to an episode of the Water Boys Podcast. We are back on a Monday, and it is officially draft week. We can get hype. Draft is on the Thursday of the 29th of April. I said that in a weird way. I don't know why. But so many things have happened over the weekend, and I want to get straight to it. But before we do, make sure you go check out our Instagram page at waterboys underscore podcast and our Twitter page at waterboysp. And it w- I would be mean without introducing my guys, Aman and Danny. What's up, people? How are y'all yo, doing? Yo, yo, yo. You excited slash scared for draft? Um, yes, sir. Yeah. Like, I- I'm excited for it as a whole. But for the Eagles, I'm kind of shook. Because of the advertisement, you know. Yeah, that's something we'll but, get to. But I want to start off with the 49ers um, with their third overall pick. I'm getting straight to it because I, I, I really like what I'm hearing. Um, so reports coming out that the Niners have singled down their um, quarterbacks or their options to three players. We have Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and Trey Lance. Yesterday, they decided to skim it down to two players. Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Now, I so did some personally, research. Personally, uh-huh. okay, okay, go ahead, Amon. Personally, I think the like a smoke screen, a smoke screen where they're gonna say that like they're not gonna take Justin Fields, but they're gonna end up taking him because I feel like teams like the Panthers or, or, or the Broncos, right? That the candidate a quarterback, they're gonna think that they're, they're chilling, or or, or or in the Falcons, right? They're gonna be like, oh yeah, look, uh, Niners are taking Trey Lance. Therefore, Justin Fields is gonna fall to us. But what I think is that the Niners are gonna take Justin Fields and just screw like the other team that thought that they're gonna get Justin Fields. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what like, you mean. I, I've teams I have done like that in the past before too. All, you know exactly. So I feel like it, it, it's a smokescreen. Like they're not really gonna take Trey Lance or Mac Jones. You know, I think. That, that's ridiculous. Honestly, you know, I also before like I was I was about to say before like coming on right, I was doing some research on these two players, Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Uh, Mac Jones stands at six three, two seventeen. Um, he has a pretty big body. He's he's he has a long arm. I'll tell you that a deep ball is there and um, accuracy. When I look in game highlights, his accuracy was there. Pro Bowl. I saw it kind of, um, it wasn't as consistent as it was in-game. I mean, this guy had 41 touchdowns and four interceptions for a reason, you know? I mean, you, you don't just do that, like, waking up one morning. One questions I had, a couple of questions I had when I was watching him throw, and just to make sure, like, I did this fairly, I watched only their Pro Bowls um, highlights. I'm not the Pro Bowls, um, Pro Day highlights. Pro Day, yeah, 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 I was about to say, yeah, yeah. And one thing I saw that was kind of um, iffy was his ball placement. Um, like, all those deep balls. And, I mean, obviously, when there's, like, defenders there, we have to see how he throws. But he kept on throwing the uh, deep balls kind of low. And, you know, that's obviously going to get picked. And even on, like, a couple of, um, uh, like, post routes, right, the ball was a bit behind or the ball was a bit... Um, off kiltered, but that's all fine. I'm pretty sure once it gets into a game, you know that gets fixed. Um, but the only major question I had, other than ball placement, was his mobility. Um, personally, I haven't seen much um, much from him on the mobile, like the running aspect. You know, um, last game, like last two games, he he ran for a combined of 
23 yards. Uh, one thing you got to keep in mind is this year and as the years go on, NFL, the game is changing. I mean, we see even like the, the, the more mobile quarterbacks still having to run because D linemen are getting faster and stronger. And the game itself, it just opens up a lot more if you can run the ball as a quarterback as well. I mean, think about it. Patrick Mahomes, scramble, right? right? scramble, right. Right, like Patrick like, Mahomes, like if he goes to his like four options or his three reads, doesn't find anything, he runs for it. And he, I think he holds like the, uh, he was like number one in third down runs as a quarterback. So, you know, that's just what I'm coming at. But this guy can absolutely ball out. 4,500 yards throwing last year. Amazing. I would like to see him on the 49ers, if I'm being completely honest. I think he's probably a better fit than, um, than, than Justin Fields at the moment, just because of the, what the 49ers have and what that Alabama team he had had. Um, you know, the team that he played on, Alabama had speedsters, um, and Jalen Waddell and Devontae Smith. Same goes with um, the, the, the 49ers team. They have Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, who was absolutely fantastic last year. Just add on just a stellar tight end in George Kittle. And I think, especially with the West Coast offense uh, that Kyle Shanahan can bring in, I think this guy can seriously um, play. Because you know what he kind of reminds me as, Amon? A Matt hmm. Ryan. And remember the last time Kyle Shanahan coached Matt Ryan? He won MVP. Oh, and took him to the true. Super Bowl. So that's and also, uh, yep. And also, uh, I'm gonna add. Um, accuracy issues can be fixed, and we saw that in Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen, just just to name a few that were known to be inaccurate quarterbacks, like coming out of college, but actually became to be really accurate quarterbacks. For example, Josh Allen, literally the year before. His, like, people were saying that it still wasn't accurate at all, you know. There was just a, like, a big island quarterback with no accuracy. But last year, you worked on it, and it, and it proved people wrong. So I think as long as, like, he has the physical attributes, which Matt Jones does for sure, he, he, his build can survive in the NFL for a long time. Um, I think inaccuracy issues can be fixed because the quarterbacks have fixed it before. So I think you're right about my, uh, about Matt Jones being a fit for the Niners. I certainly think so, but I'm just saying that like I personally would think uh, Justin Fields is a better prospect than him because I feel like his his um his ceiling is higher than Matt Jones, but I feel like his floor is worse than Matt Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand what you mean. Like if he hits yeah. that high, he's definitely going to exceed over Matt Jones. But if he doesn't. Then, um, compared to Mac Jones, he has the ability to fall like a lot deeper, and I'm I'm just confused like why the 49ers aren't even thinking about Justin Fields anymore. I mean, this guy he's fast, he's quick, right? We've seen what he can do last year in in the deep ball and this year as well. Um, I mean, last year he threw for 41 touchdowns and three interceptions, better than Mac Jones, right? Uh, only thing he didn't do was throw better, like more more yardage. But, you know, he still got the touchdowns on the board. I'm confused why they aren't looking at him anymore. Um, I think I think Justin Fields is like... I think he... If I'm being all honesty, I think he might be viewed as another Lamar Jackson. Um, extremely mobile and... Um, athletic. Except he just, yeah, and, and, and athletic. 
but I don't think teams are really looking at him. And I, I, I hate to say that because um, I, I remember watching this guy. Like, there was a TV show. I forget what it was called. It was, like, Elite 11. And he was really good um, in that, like, and it was just something. Um... Justin Fields? Yeah, so on Netflix, so Netflix, there's a show called QB1 Beyond, Beyond the Lights. It was a yeah. Netflix, it, it, it was a documentary show, right? Mm-hmm. And it showed Justin Fields and Jake Fromm, I think, was in there. Yeah, and and uh, like I just knew like I like he was a he was a like a, I, I think it was a five star recruit coming out coming out of high school and like ever since and, like he's he's really talented and yeah yeah I mean this guy like is the he's like the definition of a dual threat quarterback um and if teams mess up on him then it's their fault I'm just saying that's flat out. Like, the, you cannot miss out on this guy as a quarterback. I think the Panthers definitely should pick him up um, over Trey Lance. Um, speaking about Trey Lance, I was watching his Pro Bowl, I mean, Pro Day highlights as well. I thought he had a kind of a unorthodox throwing motion. It was a bit slow um, the way I saw it. Um, but, like, you need to quick that out. I mean, we saw what happened with slow um, throwing motions in especially Jared Goff. He's known for having a slow throwing motion. And... Um, especially in the game now, there can be a receiver open for literally half a second. And if you don't get that ball out, like, that's an interception. And, and, and players are getting faster. The game is getting a lot quicker. you got to be able to adapt to the game. And that's, what I think, where Trey Lance might struggle. This guy has a good deep ball. I will, I will admit to that. I saw his throwing motion. Like, it was really good on the deep ball. He also has a really good gun sling. He... I'm telling you, when he gets into Madden, he's definitely going to get an X-Factor gunslinger. Because um, he, he whips that ball really quickly. But then again, um, I think this goes for like... Hey, almost, what? What? Hey, look at him. You said that... It's so like, before you said that, that he threw slowly, but now you said he has gunslinger. Um, no, so quickly. like, he can... Like, he, he puts heat on the ball, but his throwing motion oh. itself is slow. Okay. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? So, so like, it's not, it's not the bullet. fact that the... Uh, yeah, he's bulleting the passes, but okay. it's just, like, it's taking a long time to reload. Oh, um, so, like, his release is slow, but, like, when he throws it, it's it's fast. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's exactly what I okay, mean. Okay, got it. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Makes more sense. Okay. Okay. And then I think this all goes right. for, like, all, like, upcoming rookies. Like, their ball placement has been kind of off in the... um. In, in, in the pro day, but I think this guy has one of the best ball placements from the three uh, pro days I've watched. Um, the one full season he did play, he threw for 28 touchdowns, zero interceptions, something very rare for a college quarterback. Um, I, I like what I saw from him. I'm going to be honest. I like what I saw from him. I thought he was a very good fit for either like the Panthers or even the Patriots, um, something that they could use to uh, rekindle their... Um, Dynasty, also, I guess you could say. Yeah. I think the only quarterback that was absolutely flawless in everything he did was my man's T. Lawrence. Dude was insane at everything he did. Passing, you know, mobile, arm strength, accuracy, ball placement, mobility, whatever it is. He, I think it was, he, he was amazing at almost everything you can talk about. Yep. I mean, that is why he has been known to be the number one pick for so long now. And I think that's what separates him from the rest of the talent. I think him, Joe Burrow, going to be like the next 
Peyton Manning and Tom Brady of the league. You know, I really see it. Um, it'd be interesting okay. to watch how they, you know, go off against each other. Uh, I don't think we got to see so, a college battle yet. I mean, no, I think so, we did, didn't we? I don't remember, actually. I think that was the game, like, Burrow threw for, like, nine touchdowns or something. But, uh... And also, um, what do you think is Lawrence's feet, uh, uh, floor, uh, ceiling floor? Like, what do you think he's going to be at his best and, and, and his worst? I think at his best, I would probably, um, I see him as a Patrick Mahomes. At his worst, I see him as a Carson Wentz. And that's just playing out oh. how I see it. Um, like, okay, Carson Wentz, like, from, from last year? From last, last year, yeah. Okay. Not like the 17 say, MVP Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was about to say that's a pretty high... <laughs> a four from a guy, Trey Lawrence. No, this guy just had. He, so, um, I don't know if you guys ever watched like the movie Greater, right? Um, it's a football movie. You should watch it out. It's on Netflix. It's really good. But um, there's like this one thing that they constantly say is like some people are just made to play football. This guy is one Greater? of those guys. Oh yeah, watch this. Yeah, it's yeah. about Brandon Brolsworth, absolute legend. Um, by the way. Yeah. Um, but that movie made me so sad. I didn't get to I'm finish it. Like I don't, I don't. I can get to finish it, but I'm trying to finish it. But what you I'm trying to say it, about bro. <laughs> then being sad, it, it almost made me cry. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna yeah. say it. I'm not gonna say what happens, but yeah. <laughs> Thank right. you, man. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is this guy, like he's built for the game. I mean, how tall is he? Six six, right? And and yeah, he can six. still he can run the ball like Justin Fields can. I mean, I remember oh, uh, watching the Ohio game. Uh, and this guy ran, like, ripped 56 yards to the house, um, and his arm is there, his body, I mean, like, his, um, ball placement is there, everything is there, and I think this guy can definitely be a legend in the game, uh, upcoming. He's also a winner. I mean, he lost, what, four times in college and high school, so he's got that mentality. He knows what it takes to win, so I would definitely trust this guy with my franchise. But let me ask you, Amon, what do you think about the Patriots trying to get, um, Either Jordan Love or Justin Fields. Um, I think that would be smart. Um, personally, if I was the Patriots, I would let um either like like what would they get right? Jordan Love or uh um Justin Fields. I would let them soak in all the information under Cam Newton. Cause, cause you remember Cam Newton was was the MVP of the league. What in twenty fifteen was it? Right. Yep. Yeah. So he's still a good quarterback who's a veteran who's been through it all. By the way, like he's been in the Super Bowl, he's been you know he's done everything. So I think it'll be a good mentor for whoever's gonna. Well, like, well, if it does end up happening, if they do get Fields or Jordan Love, um, I think it's a, a really smart move. And on top of that, yeah, remember my name Jordan Love played played under um MVP Aaron Rodgers. And like yeah. that, that that itself is is a lot of learning, because because Aaron Rodgers is going to be like is one of the best quarterbacks in today's league and probably all time, probably like a top ten, top fifteen all time quarterback, uh, all time great. So, um, so I think it would be a good move, and especially under uh, Bill Belichick, I can certainly see them grow to be good. Uh, in the near my only in, problem in with my only problem with. Patriots getting Justin Field, I'll come to um, Jordan Love later, is that 
they didn't do that well with a mobile quarterback last year. What are the chances they're going to do well with a mobile quarterback this year? The Patriots dramatically changed their playbook from the year before to the year of Cam Newton, right? We saw that. I mean, they were running a lot more quarterback-designed run plays, a lot more um, sweep plays, short passes, that type of thing. While in Tom Brady, you had kind of like a um, short-slash-deep play, uh, yeah, short-slash-deep ball type of playing style, right? Um, they would throw it short, they would run the ball a lot, um, and then when it second down and short, they would take that deep ball, and Brady would usually hit Edelman or Gronk. But I, I don't really like the idea of Fields going to um, Patriots. I think he won't find success there, especially with the wide receiver. Oh, they did go off in the... I, I keep forgetting the Patriots like absolutely destroyed free agency. But I think that they should um, stick with Cam Newton. If they really want Jordan Love, I, I, I see him... Succeeding more than Justin Fields, um, Jordan Love has a pretty good arm, and um, I think he would fit a lot more to the system than Justin Fields does. You know what I'm saying? Um, but other than that, any thoughts, uh, Mr. No Speaker Danny? So, but wait, wait, wait. Um, um, real quick, I gotta disagree with what you said because Cam Newton last year, like his accuracy was absolute dog. Like, Justin Fields has pretty good accuracy. Like, if it was uh, his games, like, his accuracy wasn't the issue most of the times. Like, his main issue was going through his reads. Like, mainly, like, when I watched him play, once his first or second read wasn't there, he started to panic or he used to do dumb stuff. But I think back in the facts, like, Cam Newton's main issue is accuracy and ball placement. Horrible entire year. And, and, and as I said, no, no weapons. But this year is different. They they have Hunter Henry, Janu Smith, that's an Aguilar. Corey yeah, Davis. Um, Corey Davis. Oh wait, that's right. Yeah, so that, that's why I disagree with that. So I think Cam Newton was, was was just a bad quarterback last year. Uh, Justin Fields, um I think he'll be different. So that's my main argument about that. I see where you're coming from. Um I yeah, I know what you mean because I watched a couple of Justin Fields games last year. Um and I saw like how I, I I like completely agree with what you said that he panicked after he read like after going through his second read and couldn't find one open. Um, I think one thing that we have to keep in mind is the Patriots wide receivers. For I I'm, I'm gonna say like the last say three or some years have been struggling to get open, and I think that's like one of the main reasons Brady left as well. He just. He was in a point of his career where he just wanted to play with other, like, better players. And he didn't want to be stuck with the same old um, number 11 running down and getting open and the red gloves getting open every play. Um, I think that's just one thing you got to look out. Obviously, what you said is correct. And I think that if um, Fields goes there and he does find a way to, you know, um, and, and he has better accuracy and everything than Cam Newton, I can definitely see him um, succeeding. This year, I was confused why his numbers went down literally half in almost every um, category. He went from 41 touchdowns to 22, three interceptions to six, and his, and his rating took a plummet. His yards per game, I mean, like his throwing um, yardage took, took a plummet. And I think that's just something you got to look out for. I thought he should have gone to the draft last year when he was riding that high. Um, but, yeah. But oh, I wanna... yeah, so, 
Uh, so real quick, so, so is Fields right now a sophomore or sorry, a junior or a senior? I forget. He's he's a junior. We'll be the last year as sophomore. I'm pretty sure he can't go go to the draft. So really? that's why Chase didn't go. Yeah, Chase couldn't go because Fields literally had a like a legendary season. Jamar Chase, he got a gone like top five. Maybe top. Oh, okay, that makes sense. No, my bad. That's my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Did that as a sophomore in his first year starting. Pretty impressive, but not yeah. going to lie. But okay, I have a question. Um, Danny, I want you to answer this because you haven't spoken in about 20, 25 like minutes, twenty-eight minutes, tw- yeah, twenty maybe. minutes or something. Um, do you think that there's a chance where the Jets don't take Zach Wilson at the number two, and the Forty ers are able to sweep in and pick him at number two? And do you think he'll fit in? I know you don't watch football that much, but like okay. from what you know. From what I know, I don't think. I mean, there's always a possibility with anything to happen with this Jets team. They've been known to make their blunders here and there. So, uh, yeah. like. And he says he doesn't watch football. <laughs> they're, they're known for making these questionable decisions. But I, from, from what I think, I think Zach Wilson will be going number two. Uh, I don't know him very well as a player. But what if he doesn't? What if he doesn't? What if he, he doesn't? I think that would be a bad move by the Jets. But um, Would it be a good move for the 49ers to get him? Would he fit into the... Um... Uh, well... Because I can give you a rundown quickly on Zach Wilson to help you out. Here you go. Zach Wilson, 6'3", 210. Last year, threw for 32 touchdowns, 3 interceptions, and also threw for 369, 2 yards. He has a quick release. He's mobile on the run throw. is amazing. Uh, he has a lot better ball placement than I, I, I would say Mac Jones. Only thing he needs to do is be patient. He either rushes or throws late into his uh, progressions. Um, other than that, he's kind of on and off on the ball placement, but he is, I've seen better ball placement in him than Mac Jones. What do you think? I think From what you've heard. From what I've heard, I think it would be a good pickup for the 49ers. I mean, I'm not really familiar with the 49ers offense and how that would fit in. But I can help you with that, too. <laughs> they, have, they have Raheem Mostert, um, Samuel Wilson Jr. at the running back position. Also, they have Tevin Coleman. Um, Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman are pretty fast. Samuel Wilson Jr. is kind of your power back um, to get in on those fourth and ones. Uh, they also have Jerick McKinnon who's also a power back, I guess you could say. Um, and then on the wide receiver court, they have Debo Samuel, um, Brandon Ayuk. Am I, am I missing anybody? I feel like I am. Uh, Kevin Bourne, I think. I think he's on the George Patriots Kittle. now. Uh, yeah, and then tight end, they have George Kittle. So that is basically your 49ers offense. I mean, um, I guess from what I hear, I remember Raheem Mostert was really fast. I think if they're going for more fast-paced offense, I feel like Zach Wilson would be a good, a good fit to this team, and I think right now he should be the number two pick. So why not tag him up with the 49ers third? Guys, right? uh, so overall. so like so so like a main info. Um, apparently the Niners are planning on starting Jimmy Garoppolo this season and not the rookie quarterback. Oh. The 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 rookie quarterback that they're gonna you know, potentially draft. That, that that's going to that's, gonna, that, that's definitely gonna change by game four of the season. I'm calling it right now. Game four, game, game four? six. It's 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 gonna change. Garoppolo's gonna have like three interceptions against the Jets, and then they're gonna have to um put in the backup. It's happened multiple times in the season. We've seen it happen. 
Um, I don't know why they're doing it. If you're going to go in for a quarterback at <laughs> that high level of a pick, why not just start him right away? Because that's usually what teams do. But uh, interesting, interesting. I'm gonna, like, right. I'm gonna, I think the only exception is Zach Wilson or Charles Lawrence. Because uh, I think the, the other three quarterbacks, the, 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 they still aren't like crazy good. Like Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. I, I mean, I would probably, I would probably start Trey Lance over Teddy Bridgewater. Trey Lance over Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I feel like because Teddy Bridgewater, he's shown me some accuracy issues last year. I feel like with, he's, uh, he's a veteran, so for that, so okay, maybe maybe like a like a, like a QB competition in the offseason. Whoever plays best gets a job to start off. And then if the veteran wins it. Kind of like a two attack of our lower Ryan Fitzpatrick type. Basically. Thing. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Coming, coming, coming back to Zach Wilson. And, you know, we were kind of on that topic with the quarterbacks. We start. I think his. Amon asked me this question a couple of times. So I'm going to just say it for Zach Wilson as well. I think his high is a Russell Wilson. Uh, mobile quarterback. Um, who who also has a quick release and a really good deep ball, um, but his low might be like I don't know. RG three, yeah, RG three. <laughs> that's a good one. RG three, um, RG three. You know, but I I don't know. We just gotta see with these quarterbacks because you never know what's gonna happen. You never know what's gonna happen. I remember uh, Ryan Leaf. Uh, I don't know if he was a quarterback, but he was supposed to be one of the most heavily prospected. Court, like players in the in the game, right? Everyone's like, okay, this guy's gonna be like the next legend of the game, and um, well, I bet this is the first time you guys ever heard of him. Uh, no, I mean, and Riley, I I know that is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- this this guy was a quarterback, and then you know, obviously, he did some things bad off the court, and he's just <clears throat> completely fallen down. So you gotta be, you gotta be as as a player, you gotta just be in the game, you know? Just because you get drafted doesn't mean doesn't mean, you know, you're, you're, you're the top of the world. I mean, this guy in his career only won four games out of 25, threw for 14 touchdowns and a whopping 36 interceptions. He only played for three years. He only played for three years and uh, yeah. <laughs> it was not pretty. It was not pretty. On, on that note, I would also like to uh, bring up a sad story that happened this weekend. Uh, the passing of Terrence Clark in a car crash. Uh, he was supposed to be a first-round pick in this year's NBA draft, so prayers up to him and his family. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, that's just, that's awful, dude. He, like, he was, uh, he was really talented. He could have probably become a star in, in the league. I just had the, you know, he, he passed away this yeah, yeah. Hopefully, the NBA will make him like an honorary draft pick, like they did with Gigi, or they do something in that sort. Ah. That would be something cool they could do, but we'll have, we'll have to see what happens. Yep. Yeah. I mean, whenever like a young player or or any player really passes away, it's kind of upsetting because you never seen the true potential of that person. You know, they probably still had a lot left in them, and they probably still had. So many things I could have done, but you know, it's just stuff like that happen, and 
we can't do anything about it because the man above um, decides all that. So we just gotta pray for their family and praise up for everyone, like his friends and um, family. So with that, we would like to conclude today's episode. It's draft week. We'll be back again Wednesday talking more draft stuff. The day before the draft, it's going to go insane. Um, if you haven't already, go check out our Instagram page at waterboys underscore podcast, our Twitter page at waterboysp, and we will catch you all later. Peace. Peace. Peace.